Hey, Stacy. Hey, Kathy. Good morning to you. Are we GHing? Yes, yes, we are. <laughs> okay, we're still in season 60. We got four episodes this week because of the holiday. Um, and I, in fact, I am so like groggy because we're recording. Stacy's forcing me to record so early in the morning. It took me a minute to realize there were only four episodes. I had to count on my fingers. That's how tired I am. So it's episodes 202 to 205. I'm such a tyrant. You are. <laughs> we're going no big deal spoilers. Controversial. Kathy thought maybe no uh, medium spoilers, but I think if it's covered in the preview for next week it counts in next week so we had a minor discussion about that mm-hmm. but stacy's in charge as we have discussed <laughs> clearly i'm bossy okay so we're changing the format a little bit for our 29th episode i can't believe we've done 29 of these stacy it's very exciting we're going to shake it up and we're gonna start with what i have called because i came up with this in the shower the happenings and each of us are going to pick a couple of things that we think are super important and surprise the other with them and hopefully we steal something from the other person so that they have to scramble i'll be honest i'm a little nervous because kathy usually sends me a sheet and that is my cheat sheet she threw this at me she calls me very early Mm -mm. i'm just saying she sent it to me early hey and and i'm i'm now being thrown it so be gentle with your reviews. Um, but the fun thing is, is that we can do this again next week. So we'll get better at it every single week. I'm excited. All right. I think the number one thing that happened in this week, the four episodes, as we've established, is that Sasha took the pill. Oh, that wasn't even out. on my list. Okay. Essentially, we start with... Sasha going in to see Dr. Damon Montague, which, as I have said, is such a precise, very important sounding name. We know that Damon Montague is not literally, but in bed with Gladys in terms of trying to keep his secret gambling on the sly. So he's going to probably do whatever it is he needs to to help Gladys keep her governance over Sasha. So anyways, Sasha goes in. He's like, I think you're doing great. She's like, I have, you know, but he pressures her, literally pressures her to come up with anything that's going wrong. And she admits that she's a little anxious. And he was like, here, here's a mild sedative that'll help you sleep, but you're doing everything great. And she takes the pill. Oh, Sasha. And walks off. She goes to a meeting. Three times a day, right? She's supposed to take it three times a day or something crazy like that. Oh, I, I never heard that. I The dosage shocked me because, I mean, I'm not an expert on drugs, but I feel like benzodiazepine not. is something that people talk about. They're like, they call them benzos, right? I don't really know. You know more than me, Stacey, and I, maybe we should have a conversation after I this. I watch TV. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But like... As somebody with a drug addiction, why doesn't she have any idea what she's taking? She doesn't. And she gets into that meeting with Lucy and Maxie and take before it, she takes the pill. Then she says something weird that she has to go to the pool and leaves. And then she shows up briefly 
at the pool to witness Brooklyn giving Tracy a flash drive. She has no context for this exchange. We have no context for why she is there. And she's literally in no other scene for the rest of the week. Like, in fact, that happened on Thursday's episode. She watches Brooklyn give Tracy the flash drive. And then on Friday's episode, when Brooklyn... The other way around. Tracy gives it to Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tracy and Brooklyn. And then when on Friday, when they're all together, and the, like, Sasha is nowhere. She apparently showed up at the pool briefly to witness the exchange and then disappeared. So... I mean, she is very pregnant at this time. I'm just saying, she took the pill. I think that is super important that she's taking the pill. We don't know what it's going to do to her. But anyways, that's my first happening. You threw me so far off with that (laughs) being your most important. I I don't disagree, but uh, it wasn't on my list. Excellent. So for me, the Martin story is... It crosses so many characters' storylines. And Kathy brought this up earlier. They're doing a lot more with a lot more people. So a lot of scenes with a lot of people. And it was interesting. So it starts with Martin leaving his hotel room. And I told Kathy it looked like he'd just come off a bender or a regrettable (laughs) one-night stand as he staggers out out of the room wearing a rumpled suit and then we see somebody breaking into his room and then I was like what is happening and then of course it's Felicia and I was like oh I don't care that's great that's awesome I'm here for it yeah Felicia Scorpio private eye (laughs) so I don't really care about Martin I kind of liked following Felicia because because we like her more I guess I mean Martin's fine and him and Lucy are cute but Felicia is Felicia and Maxie's freaking out at her apartment because Felicia's supposed to be there to take care of James and she's just not there. And so she calls Mac and Mac shows up and then Felicia shows up there. But it's so cute because Felicia's like, do you want to play a game? Go find mommy's grubbiest sheet. (laughs) And then dumps out garbage on it. And And then the next They're all wearing yellow dishwashing gloves as they sort through the garbage. And poor Max, like, um, where did this come from? Was this illegally obtained? And she's like, I got it from the maid. <laughs> Who was me? But I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> Trash is fair game. She pieces together a bank statement. But we don't really see that in that scene. And then... Martin is somehow at the pool laying out poolside in his suit. Yep. I have that in fashion. So I I just, whatever. I mean. A full suit. He does take off the jacket. And Max sees him as he's leaving to go take care of James. It's like, nice suit. And they're both like practically matching. Anyway, so then a whole probably different happening is, will be discussed. But Felicia shows up at deception to talk to Lucy and Maxie's like what's so important that you had to leave my kid why didn't you call me before you show it up here like that seemed bizarre to me Maxie's reaction lines though Maxie's reaction seemed over the top but she's like what's so important that you left your grandchild she's like I left him with his grandpa what is wrong with you and then 
She's like, I'm here to see Lucy. About what? And she's Lucy's like, I need help. And Lucy's so awkward. And I think it pulled off with where she went. She sounds like she's totally lying and suspicious, all nervous. I need help buying a, a, a present for Marty. And um, it's of an erotic nature. Felicia gets so mad because when Maxie leaves, Felicia goes, an erotic gift. <laughs> but it was the only thing that would have made Maxie leave, I think, because mm-hmm. Maxie was like, I got to go. I got to go. But Lucy's like, do you want to stay and help us pick it out? I have a few samples. And Maxie's like, <laughs> peace out. So anyway, Felicia tells Lucy that Martin is getting a $50,000 monthly payment. Mm-hmm. From somewhere in Pine Valley. Yeah, which I guess is in Pennsylvania, where Lucy is sure Martin does not have a license to practice. And they're going to go figure out where it's coming from. I mean, what do you think it is? I don't know. I really, I really don't know. But, you know, in listening to some of the things that Tracy's been saying and her meetings and whatever, like, the fact that the how did nobody have an issue with the deceptor coming to Lucy's mind fully formed ready for production i don't know i don't I mean, know either i mean everybody has a lot of crap going on so it could just be that but you know in listening to Lucy and Diane talking like this is something that takes years to develop We still don't know what it is other than Kathy's magic wand. It is a magic wand. Which I'm interested in. If they could just send me a sample of this corporate espionage device, I'd be, I'm I'm here for it. Anyway, so Lucy and Felicia, who apparently are best friends, are um, off to Pine Valley. We, I definitely think, I, I mean, if it wasn't stolen from X number three, how does X number three know about it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing that came to me this morning in my delusions of having to get up early and do this, Lucy's comment, it has to do with cheating, right? Like she said money is either like illegal or it's about cheating or she's like, no, he's devoted to me. And X number threes stop ignoring me. Do we think... Martin got drunk and slept with his ex-wife. Like, oh, I never thought on one about of his that. trips. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know. Or did I mean, X number three steal it and then Marty stole it from her? Like, I just don't know. But it has to do with something with X number three and whoever she is. Okay. Are you done with this particular happening? <laughs> Yes, that went into a lot of other happenings. So I'm going to jump in with my next happening, which is Tracy really revealed more about what she's interested in deception for, essentially through two ways. First, well, this happened in the opposite order. But the first thing I think that was very significant is she hired Diane. And she basically gives her the file that Brooklyn stole And says, look at this stolen intellectual property that basically appeared fully formed before Deceptor was launched. So 
Diane sees a big payout, which she asks for a third of, and then walks off basically accepting the job, which I have a question on in Musings. But so you get the impression that this is not about what is Deceptor. It sounds like Tracy knows what it is and knows how it was formed and who invented it and is essentially going to prove out that Lucy stole it Etc. Is et this why Tracy came home? Oh, I don't know. Could very well be. Like that this was her whole thing. Oh, I, I bet you're right. The other thing that happened is she basically tells Martin, hey, you're the power of attorney for Valentine. Valentine's off in Chechnya, which we learned Chechnya is, is code for vacation. Just all of those people just went on vacation. You need to become a more active member in the board or you you're his proxy on the board. And he was like, Oh, okay. So they shake hands and she goes, okay. Now what I want you to do as your first task is attend the fundraiser, the annual GH fundraiser um, picnic or whatever it is that the quarter mains host and bring your lovely friend Lucy. So I was like, Ooh, so now we get the impression that Lucy, not Lucy, Tracy is A, setting up for a massive reveal that she wants Lucy present for. And it has to do, do with the Do we think X number three will also be there? Who? X number three. I mean, I would hope so. It's going to be so fun. Yes. So that's my happening. I loved it. I love knowing that Tracy's reason for being such a boob to Brooklyn has to do with likely helping somebody else. I just don't want to think she's completely evil. Anyways, that's my other happening. You don't want to think Tracy's totally evil? No, because she's such a jerk to certain people. I just, I liked the fact that they humanized her with the whole dinner with Finn's family. That was really sweet. I loved that. I don't understand her relationship with Finn. Like, they are, like, very close. I just, it's bizarre. Yeah, we'll have Cute, to but bizarre. That. Yeah. My last happening is really the Brooklyn storyline. Tracy is abusing her granddaughter. I, I get that she's being humanized, but it, it it's so it that that's I <laughs> for whatever reason I think that's a trigger for me. Like I am, I'm violently upset with Tracy for what she's doing to Brooklyn. Yeah, it's not cool. She could have been honest and Brooklyn might have done it. Mm -hmm. But instead, she's blackmailing her granddaughter about her relationship. Yeah. And she's doing it in such a childish way. Yeah. And she's always got this like smirky face. Yeah. And everybody's seeing through it. But that's not even where I was going. But Brooklyn, um, Lucy comes storming into the office when Sasha and everybody's there. And she's like, somebody stole the deceptor. It came from Maxie's computer. Maxie did it. And that's, I think, when Sasha leaves. Because Sasha's like, why am I here? None of this is me. Lucy basically, you know, browbeats Maxie. And Maxie's like, no, I am not stupid. And then they get in this fight. And she's like, I've been doing everything. Maxie says this. And Lucy's like, I am just, I am devoted. She's like, until Martin calls. And Maxie's kind of right. I mean, Lucy was gone, presumed dead. Maxie was holding down the fort. Then she came back and is all about Martin and magically has this one item Mm -hmm. that came fully formed. Anyway, 
they're just going at it and Brooklyn's like, stop, I did it. I took it. And Lucy's like, well, go get it. <laughs> and that is the handoff. Like Brooklyn gets uh, Tracy and she's like, I need the drive. And she's like, no, you don't. She's like, I do. I need it now. And that's what uh, Sasha sees is her handing it off. And then she's got to take it to Lucy. She just keeps coming and going. It's really breaking her spirit. And everybody's talking about her songwriting at the cute dinner with Finn's family. Chase confronts her at the end. And he has been watching Tracy and Brooklyn. And I I don't know where this is going to go, but it I hope it doesn't break up Chase and Brooklyn again because I don't think it will. I think it's going to have the opposite effect. I did love when Brooklyn came back in and she saw that Tracy was having dinner with all of them, her line, like, please God, why, why? And then she was like, don't answer that. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I going back, I loved it when uh, Brooklyn was sitting down with Tracy at the table and Violet comes up and she's like, is uncle Chase with me? And she's like, no, I've got to settle for this. <laughs> and Trace is like charming. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, I think I think it'll have a positive effect. I think Chase and and Brooklyn are gonna get stronger because they they already did the split up thing. So I I, I have faith. Are we ready for fashion? Yes. Let's do the fashion. Fashion first. I only have two notes. Okay, go for it. Well, Martin at the pool was one. We discussed it. I was like, why? I also loved Liz's hair that was my other note I thought they really her hair looked great this whole week I didn't have a lot of fashion until Friday's episode and then I had all of the fashion Anna and Jordan I'm not sure why they were so dressed up to sit poolside I mean it's at a pool and they looked like they were going on a fancy date but they look spectacular it is metro court so you know who knows i guess martin's laying out poolside in a suit Mm -hmm. they looked amazing jordan looked amazing in that like deep red top um and pencil skirt and anna looked amazing in her dress with the slit Mm -hmm. yep i really liked both of those Mm -hmm. i like jordan's hair too it was a big hair week for me apparently Okay, great. The uh, We had mixed feelings on uh, the Davis girls' outfits. <laughs> I thought Sam's hair looked great. Kathy didn't like it. I hated Sam's dress with a fiery passion, and Kathy loved it. I didn't love it. I said it didn't bother me. <laughs> it, I was like, okay. I don't know. It looked like... Sissy didn't like it because it was shiny. It was like shiny, cheap pleather to me. I did not like it. I did not like Alexis's outfit. In broad daylight because they got manicures ahead of time and she was wearing a shiny peachy orangey coat and lace camisole and it looked okay when they made it to the Zafoy, but I didn't like it in broad daylight. I, it just didn't seem like Alexis and both of us liked Liz's shirt when she changed. Oh yeah to go meet up with Finn. Mm -hmm. It was an orange week, apparently, and very few people can pull off that color, and they both kind of did. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Oh, and Kathy hated Maxie's shirt. I didn't like it. Loved her. She looked beautiful, but I didn't like the shirt. Yeah, that's true. I I hated Brooklyn's dress that she wore. They put her right back in the frumping. That's literally a theme for you. (laughs) They they put it back in the frumping. I mean, 
keep her in workout clothes all day, every day, because she, she rocks it. But keep her out of the frumpy clothes. She's not frumpy. Oh, and I loved Lucy's dress. Mm-hmm. See, lots of things. <laughs> I do. <laughs> all right. On to musings. I have questions. Diane made a presentation to Carly. At the very, very end, it was silent. We saw it through a window. Basically, Carly's like, I'm going to sell the house. And Diane's like, "Mm, give me an opportunity to talk you into this first. What is she talking her into? I have no idea. I mean, it was such a small part of that story. Carly and Sam talked for like an entire episode. The Diane thing slipped my mind. Yeah, no. So Diane has a whole like orange folder presentation for Carly. Like, here's what I think you should do. Do we think, A, it has something to do with your suggestion that to take over Aurora Media? Or B, is it a whole new company? Like, is Diane saying, you could buy this or you could do this? With what money? I have no idea. But I don't know. I'm curious. Because... The option of Carly selling the house is, you know, makes perfect sense to me. Sell the house, get the money, pay the fine, move somewhere smaller for you and Donna. But to Sam's point, Carly does love the house. It's the only thing that she asked for. And Joss is getting older. She has grandkids. Oh, no, I totally agree. I just thought it was hard played, like, don't sell the house. And even Diane is hard playing, don't sell the house. So whatever Diane's suggestion is, is going to be rock solid. And I'm curious to find out what it is. I have no, I have no idea. I don't think it's Aurora Media since Diane keeps refusing to represent Drew. That's true. But she is now working for Tracy. But she wasn't at the time. Um, oh, no, she was. She shows up after she, oh. No. It was before? Okay, mm. well, whatever. I think, Maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. You could I'm going right. to look while we're talking. Do you have a musing while I check? <sighs> I love Jordan and Zeke. I really do. I'm glad they worked that out. I like how Anna like needled Jordan into talking about it. And I kept going, it's the hot sex. It's the hot sex. Yeah. And- Stacy was like, she had another best line of the week was Stacy's line when they're talking about why is she interested in Zeke? And Stacy goes, stamina. <laughs> I'm glad they worked through it. That was really cute. And Kathy kept saying she wanted to squish Zeke's face, like pinch his cheeks. It was cute. Mm-hmm. He has a squishable face. Um, I have a question for you. So Christina at the end, you know, Molly is pissy. Molly gets mad. Molly makes up with TJ. They go dancing. We don't like this Molly yet. <laughs> Christina basically says, I know how to solve Molly and TJ's problem. I'll be a surrogate them and molly sees this now we don't get her reaction what do we think molly's reaction will be positive or negative 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 okay well i i think it would be really hard to watch your sister have your baby when you know you can't i think it'll be negative but i think she'll end up real vulnerable i do but i think like she's real vulnerable and it it was very Christina to do that. Yeah, Christina didn't mean to do it like in front of Molly, right? I know, but she screamed it out in a public place. <laughs> I'll be a surrogate. <laughs> okay, we so were I looked. sure. Hmm? Oh, go ahead. Look, tell me. So the Diane Tracy conversation occurred at the beginning of episode 203. 
and the Diane Carly conversation was at the end of 203. So this is after she accepted the work from Tracy. Not that I think that has anything to do because it looked like a prepared presentation for Carly. Yeah. It's not like she threw it together yeah. at the pool. Yeah, exactly. I'm surprised that Molly and TJ made up so quickly to I, be fair. I was too. Mostly yeah. because I was sure that one of them was going to have a baby with somebody else. Yeah. Um, somebody was going to get knocked up. Going to be the. It's going to be drama. Christina. What do you think Cyrus's motivation is for trying to befriend Drew? I have no idea. Cyrus is so unpredictable. I wonder about this because it was so pointed and prepared, right? He prepared, Cyrus prepared for this. And he keeps mentioning that Drew is a former Navy SEAL. So my curiosity has to do with what secrets does Cyrus think that Drew has? And now Cyrus has given Drew like a what, a screwdriver, a shiv or something? Yeah. For what purpose? I need theories. Are they going to have a prison breakout? Is that what's going on? Is it like, we know that you're a super skilled, super ninja, super Navy SEAL, and we need out of prison. Alternately, Drew now has a weapon. Exactly. Is Cyrus setting him up? Yeah, like it could be that because then Drew is stuck in there even longer. Like who would still have it out for Drew? I don't know. And then, okay, then Anna's message to Sunny from Valentine, which is don't talk to anybody new. If a new, if the contact person changes, don't proceed. What does that mean? Do we think that there's infighting at Pikeman? Well, that or Valentine is basically saying, hey, I think I was set up. And so I don't trust this whole situation now. Because we know now that uh, Tracy's not Pikeman. That was one of our theories before. So who is Pikeman has something to do with Mason more than anything else. But Mason wants information on it. Exactly. Like, what does Sonny know about Pikeman? So I think that was fascinating. And then, of course, the biggest question is who was shot? And why was Dante there? I thought he was going home. He was going to bring dessert to the kids. Yeah, because Sonny went up to the pool and asked if Dante wanted to go. And And he he said said no, no. but suddenly he's there for a bullet? I mean, thank God, but why? I don't know. I had something else, and it's... Oh, the Finn and Elizabeth thing is dragging on too long. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. shit or get off the pot. Mm -hmm. I wrote, are we beating a dead horse with this whole romance? The only other thing I had was Cody signed that affidavit saying that he had Leopold Taub's son... And Scotty went off like a Cheshire cat grin on his face, like, woohoo, we're going to do a civil lot. And he kind of spills the beans to Dante that it's a civil lawsuit. I mean, I, I wonder if, like, how far is Cody going to take this lie? And is he going to stop before somebody gets hurt again? And is it really just selfish motivation as Dante is kind of implying? I'm curious. Dun, dun, dun. That's all I got, Stace. I think that's all I have too. Oh no. I mean, 
We already did fashion. But Portia's dress at the end. Oh, yeah. Really good. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's like, I'm going out. And Curtis is like, I'm going home. And then they're both at the Metro Court pool. Yeah. I don't understand. And if they're going on a date, why is Curtis wearing a T-shirt? And she's looking like that so good. These are good questions. Excellent. Well, we'll find out next week, won't we? We will. We will. (laughs) The way the soap goes. (laughs) Have a great week, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.